Hashem Hashem It's good to be back to the Mesilat Yesharim, our moral GPS. It's hard to know where would we be without the Mesilat Yesharim. Thank. We have to always be grateful to Hashem. We're in chapter seventeen about purity of thought. Sometimes people get so obsessed with the letter of the law, they forget how pure and authentic their heart should be. So he says, he says, Now, we know it's a great thing in Hasidus that one should even do his bodily functions are going to work for the sake of heaven. So the, the Ramchal, purity of motive can be put into two subcategories. What we serve Hashem with and what we do for our um, bodily, physical world. So if one wants to indulge in this world, like Shabbat, Elijah, we were talking about cholent. So are you really eating the cholent in honor of your stomach or in honor of Shabbat? And then some people, they eat so much cholent, they can't go to Mincha. <laughs> so... He says, in the end of the day, one has to be very careful when he looks about physical physical pleasure, that too much of it is very dangerous and it's just animalistic. We talked about in the previous chapters of the Mesilat that. Now, regarding serving God not for show-off or money, like Kabbalah Center style, but just for the pure motive of L'Shem Shamayim for the sake of heaven, how do you fix that up? He says, One has to know, the only honor, the ultimate honor is when Hashem honors you in Olam Habba. People are very wishy-washy. And their honor is not the real honor, it's fake. And such honor, doing things for the sake of your own honor, not for the sake of the honor of heaven, one should always what? Run away from. So therefore, one when one is serving Hashem, you shouldn't do it because people are praising him and singing his praises and respecting him. Rather, he should only do it for the Echad Yachid Umiyuchad. The one classical God, like we say in the Lashem Yichud Yikudshabrihu, Lasot Nachat Ruach, Liyotzrenu, Lasot Ritzon Barenu, to give pleasure to our Father in heaven, the mighty King. He is our praise. He's the subject of every praise and hallelujah we give. And all our good is only bestowed through Him. 
and only good is through him. And we only can become complete and whole human beings through him, and everything else is non-existent. What is the only real thing? Hashem. So the Ramchal is saying something very important here, gentlemen. And that is, the more we realize that the physical world is fake, and the only world is God's world, so therefore, the only thing, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad, the only thing that's really true is God and His honor. So therefore, everything else is fake. So when we pray, we shouldn't pray to show off or do mitzvot or give charity or learn Torah to show off. Oh, I know this, I know that. The main thing is, God is our praise and He's our... God. Now, how does one do his service to God in the altruistic and pure motive? That's, you have to come a little bit early. If you rush into it, right? You're spaced out. And your thoughts are not guided, laser guided to what we're trying to accomplish here, right? So he says, one must understand this is the reason why um, many, 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 um, many, many uh, great, especially the Persian Jews have a thing. They say, Patach from the Tikkun Zohar before they pray. And we say all of the hallelujahs and psukah de zimra till we get to Shema and Hashem Sefatai. Because once we come to the Hashem, all right, uh, I was giving my Talmud Torah podcast about Chizuk Talmud Torah. For example, the Sanza Rebbe, Rabbi Chaim Misanz, the one of the great Rebbes says, it's very important to, the Gemara says that like before one learns, there's a Siman in Shulchan Aruch that one prays that he's doing it for the sake of heaven and not show off. And he shouldn't be happy when his friends make a mistake, you know? So when one meditates and is very, doesn't rush into the mitzvah, but is able to ponder and do hitponenut. What, how do you explain hitponenut? Think deeply. What's, what's the shorish of Hitbonenud? Hitbonenud is to look at the, not look at things superficially. Look at them in a very deep, deliberate manner. So when we don't, so that's why everything the Messiah Yesharim is a chain. What do we start the Messiah Yesharim from? Zerizut. Zerizut is to be alacrity, to be quick. So when one gets to shul early, I, I tell you, guys, there's a world of a difference. If you rush in, you're the last person into the shul and you just rush into your shmanesve, or you have to, even 30 seconds, even a minute to focus and live and meditate. Oh, I'm talking to the king of kings. I'm talking to my father in heaven. Same thing with learning. To say that he, that he rots on before and there's a modim after. Right? So he says, 
Because Kabbalistically, when we do our Torah and mitzvot and our prayer, we're doing nuclear power things. We change the whole olamos, the whole energy field of the world, the whole blessing of the world, whether there's rain or all this is through our avoda. So if one realizes that realize who you're standing in front of, in front of the king of the kings, and you're his partner and servant, it makes a world of a difference. He says, so one should be very careful to not rush into a mitzvah, but think very thoroughly and deliberately what he's about to do. That's for the, that's why that Rizal said we have to do L'Shem Yichud Burichu, So I had a Rebbe in ninth grade, Rabbi Howard, he said nowadays people are so spaced out that they, they need a L'Shem Yichud for a little L'Shem Yichud. Because <laughs> even the L'Shem Yichud, they're spaced out. And you know, we're getting involved in, you know, guys, when one does a mitzvah, one can become glued to God. How do we become glued to God? And so it says, it's through the mitzvah. So know what you're getting yourself into. Such a lofty and angelic and godly thing. And we said, like, who are you standing in front of the king of kings? Throw away all, turn off your cell phone. The biggest mistake you could bring, one could do is bring his cell phone into shul. Leave your cell phone in your car or turn it off if you have to walk to shul. And um, really establish in your heart what you're getting involved in. And that is. So forget the stock market, forget your uh, tax problems, your business problems, and just put 110% laser focus on what you're about to do, which is to serve God, to put on tefillin, to put on sisit, right? And why am I doing it? Not to show off, but rather to... Do the most desirable, what, what God wants from me. And that is to have a pure, pure heart. And like we said before, that's why the Hasidim would come to shul an hour before so they could do some tremendous, tremendous meditation and focus and take all the disruptions out of their mind. Then they would pray Mincha. Then they would pray Shacharit. Then they would pray Arvit. Um, they didn't just come hour before and play card game, right? Play solitaire or chess. Rather, what would they do an hour before? They would contemplate. That's the word I'm looking for. Contemplate. Hitponenut means contemplate. Think very thoroughly and deeply rather than superficially. And they would, you know, take away all the fog. Guys, during the, during the day, especially Mincha and Arvit time, there's a lot of fog, you know. Life is like a war. You have this problem, you have that problem. So it's very hard. One needs to let the dark fog dissipate out of his mind so he, he could connect with God. You know what I mean? 
One of the most important rules in, in, in serving God is Sur Merava Asetov, right? You can't go to the mikvah and have a dead rat in your hand. One has to get rid of the nonsense. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. It's like you're trying to connect to Hashem, but you're connected to something else. You know, if you're plugged into your business thoughts or your other nonsense fog, then it's you can't see Hashem in the prayer. You can't. One needs to let those things dissipate. So that's why we read, that's one of the reasons why we read Ketoret and the Kapachayim brings down. And we read Patach and we read all those things. So by the time we get to Shwan and Ashrei, which is like the most desirable and greatest part of Tehillim. So hopefully like if you're really reading it with crying and, and emotion and all these things, like the Ketoret is a Kabbalistic thing that destroys the bad thoughts. So hopefully, we're, we're, the, the, the goal is by the time you get to Hashem Safata, you're spaced in, right? Not plugged into your Lala land. And now your heart could be filled of, the Ramchal says, fear of Hashem and love of Hashem. And that's why it says in Eov, God says, if you have prepared your heart and then open your hands to me, that's what God wants, pr- to prepare our hearts. So, so the worst way of not having t- t- tahara is when you, one is like a superficial, right? When co- one comes to pray in front of Hashem, and I'm sorry, he has his cell phone in his hand. And he's, you know, checking his email or his text message or his WhatsApp. Like the whole service is fake. Or, you know, one is coming to do a mitzvah, but he's still indulging in his physical pleasures. It says the Torah only lasts in people that kill themselves over it, you know? Or if you're obsessed. Guys, one thing very important, before somebody does a mitzvah, he has to get rid of his... Ego, right? My gaiva. I'm doing this for me, right? Some people are so, you know, unfortunately, some people, they only care about three things in life. Me, myself, and I. So he says, before the mitzvah, you have to purify your heart and say, what? I'm not doing this for me, myself, and I. I'm doing this for the kings of all kings, not for honor and prestige. He says, wow. He says, this love of pleasure and and honor is just like a, a, it's like we're cheating God, he says. Just like a woman cheats on her husband, are we doing it for the, when a husband and wife want to be intimate, it's because they love each other, not for other things. You understand? It's a very interesting mashal he gives. Like just like a woman that commits adultery against her husband, zenutalev. So this is a very deep meaning in Shema. We say twice a day, because kabbalistically, the Ramchal explains. Don't go after your false thoughts. 
and your false evil things that you want to see that are not kosher. So he says, ulterior motives is like uh, the Ramchal says very, very beautifully. Ulterior motives are like one's heart doing adultery. He says, you're, guys, every, mon- making money and f- physical pleasure and physical honor of people praising you, that's fake. What's the real thing? God. So that's the idea of tahara. Tahara is just get rid of all this fog and nonsense. And when you serve Hashem, you daven, you pray, you learn, you do mitzvot, shake the lulav, sit in the sukkah, do the mitzvot, like keep Shabbat. You're doing it not for the fake reasons, but rather for to, to, to get attached to God. He says, umi'ut, and he says you should know a little preparation goes a long way to get rid of this smoke. Guys, because dark fog doesn't really have any essence, right? It's just, it, it only looks terribly uh, dark and fog, but it has no essence to it. So he says a little bit push to get rid of these ulterior motives and thoughts and non-kosher thoughts will go a long way of getting you to purity. So he says, when we, when we serve Hashem, every mitzvah we do, it says this in the Zohar, it's like we're giving Hashem on a silver platter our tefillin, a bracha. That, that we say a hundred times a day, Hashako. So what type of bracha you want to give? That's a, oh my God, that's like, such a golden bullseye example. Dozens upon dozens of times a day we drink and eat and stuff. When we thank Hashem, is our heart somewhere else in our cell phone? Or are we, 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 he says, don't let the natural, uh, superficial, superficiality fog and make our mitzvot substandard. Rather, we should contemplate, right? You know how they say, hold your hostess? Hold your hostess before you make a bracha shahakol, or before you have that uh, juicy uh, pastrami sandwich, and really say the bracha from the bottom of your heart, not from this fog-like world, you know, that the whole mitzvah is fogged up. So here we finish chapter 17. Next week, Be'ezat Hashem, chapter 19, Chasidut 18, Chai. May Hashem help us to be a real Chasid and a real pure person. Amen. Amen.